0: Welcome back guys, Modern Monks, episode two. We made it through the first fortnight of having a live podcast floating around social media. Um, A big thank you to everyone that has listened in, given us feedback, um, given us pros, given us cons. It's much appreciated. We're really looking forward to developing um, some great content for everybody. Absolutely. So E, anything
1: to say? No, I just want to thank everyone who reached out as well. The first episode, it was a bit... I mean, it's not incredibly daunting, but it was like a whole process putting it all together, and we really appreciated a lot of the feedback that we got, and uh, it meant a lot uh, that some of you reached out and approached us, so thank you very much for that, um, and we hope you enjoy you know, the subsequent episodes to come, and yeah, we're fucking super pumped to get into this one, so let's, let's get to it. Awesome. So in
0: episode one, guys, we touched on um, people being afraid to turn purpose uh, into passion and creating a job out of it. Um, this week we're going to mix it up a little bit and we're going to start by checking in with what we've been marinating on, um, so you no know, getting deep on in our own lives uh, with the people around us and um, try and give you guys as much insight to, to what's going on and the, the thoughts behind how we tick. So E, I'll let you take the floor.
1: Um, what's the big man been marinating on? <sighs> what am I not marinating on? That's the, probably the better question. Take a seat, guys. Get yeah, yeah. everyone settle <laughs> in for this. Basically, like the last couple of weeks have been a bit hectic. Since we last finished episode one, I, a lot of stuff's been coming up in my clinic about resistance and pressure and also about humility and learning to to take accomplishment and failure with the same stride. So to learn from whenever I have a success and when I have a failure. And a lot of time in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed that I've had to catch myself um, in certain moments in which I've gotten a little bit too big for my bridges I've like, I've gone, oh, fuck, someone's pumped up my tires and now I feel really good. And then conversely, when I have a really crap experience, I just like, what am I doing? I need to reevaluate my approach. I need to double down. What am I doing with life? Yeah, what am I I doing? Throwing everything to the So is,
0: is that resistance you're talking about, is that more personally than the people you're dealing with or is it going both ways at the moment?
1: I think it's one of those things like obviously we're under the philosophy and sentiment that nothing that happens kind of externally is really not coming from some sort of internal root. Whenever you have resistance of anything, you're going to find it in your life. If you have a good intention, you're going to find good intention around you. Whenever you have a bad intention, you're going to find bad around you. Yeah. It's always an interesting thing, isn't it? Like if you fight, if you pick yourself up, you know, sort of resisting
0: something, like we do it all the time to each other and it's so funny, like we do it taking the piss. Yeah. But as soon as you take a step back you realise exactly the way you're responding to a situation is how people are going to respond back to you. Absolutely. It drives me mental. It's like, I'm the
1: key. I am the one. It's all on me. And that's the toughest thing to realise is like, you know, everyone hears a lot about in this day and age about taking extreme ownership for a situation and everything being, you know, you being responsible for your actions and also the things that happen to you. But that's obviously easier said than done sometimes. Sometimes it's overwhelming like it had been for me over... During some aspects of, of the last two weeks, a couple of days, I have just had some bad headspace. But it was more the humility aspect that we were talking about before that I kind of got leveled a few times and I had a few interesting kind of interactions with some clients. And we, and we did speak
0: about this um, earlier in the week and I'd love for you to share it with everyone because it's such, it's such a relevant thing and something that people don't check in with. Like there's little things happen to us and they're like little alarm bells the universe sends to say, hey like get back, you know, by the yeah. way, it could all fall apart at any moment. So I, I'm really, really excited for you to share this with everyone because it's an absolute crack up. But yeah. it happens to everyone.
1: Yeah, and then it does. And I think it's, it's one of those those classic moments that, yeah, like Will says, it does it does happen to everyone. But I feel like from the first episode, I had that van story. And um, I just feel like this is going to be every episode of me sharing the embarrassing moments of my life. But... Yeah, I've got some embarrassing moments. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get to that next <laughs> for sure. Everything's perfect. <laughs> Everything's perfect, Yeah. I wish. So, the so last last week, actually the week before, I um I was I got a new patient come in and she inquired online about about my services and I was like, well, look, I really think I can help and I kind of went from that humble, you know, acupuncture does help, but let's get you in here and make a decision as opposed to what I'm generally thinking, which is acupuncture is the bee's knees. So I would love you to get you in here and for me to help you. Anyway, so she comes in and she had she had all this pain and, um, in the neck and upper back. I really hope she's not listening, by the way. She had this neck, pain in the upper back and neck, and I put some pins in, did the old spruce, the acupuncture, and she was like, oh, it's not in my neck. Uh, like, the pain's not in my neck. I feel really, really great. And I was like, I walked out after I'd taken the pins, I said, you know, take your time. I'm getting ready. Like, whoop,
0: by you know, the way, guys, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you've got to check the video. Check the, the video for this.
1: Signals. Yeah, there's a lot of hand signals and gesture about it, you know, how hectic we are. Um, but I ended up going you know, back into the reception area and I was really pumped about what had happened. And a little bit of context, my clinic is actually, it's an old cottage in Thrall, So there's an indoor-outdoor outdoor kind of interaction. So I have a big veranda that wraps around uh, the, the main cottage. So each of my rooms flows onto the deck. So oftentimes, if I leave the door open or window open to get that airflow in, I'll get a, a few creepy crawlies. I'll get a the odd <laughs> spider or fly or anything like that. Um, nothing bigger than that, but a couple of things pop in. Anyway, so I, because I have lots of indoor plants, there was these little fruit flies that kind of little aphid things that pop around the, the tree, and I'm always like batting them away and things like that. Anyway, so I'm in there thinking I'm the bee's knees, and I can't wait for it to rock up and be like, hey, if I'm just the best. I'll give you a million dollars. And I'm like, Oh, don't worry about the million dollars. Everything's sweet. (laughs) I do it for the love of it. You know what I mean? Um, And after I finished my mother Teresa moment, she came into the room and she was like, Oh wow, everything's great. And right when I'm about to say that, I go, I take a big deep breath in. I'm about to say acupuncture is the best. I'm the best. And I take a big breath in and this little fly goes (laughs) straight down my throat. And I choke on this fly, right? And I'm coughing and I'm spluttering in front of me. She's like, What's wrong with this? <laughs> everything alright? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, it's sweet. That's no, universe <clears throat> telling me to pull my socks up. I'm yeah, not and I'm that like, great. shit. Like in my head, I'm like, fuck. Universe is getting me karma already. Let me have this moment. So I'm coughing it out, and she's like, oh, is everything alright? So I couldn't get to my, you know, acupuncture speech and how fantastic my clinic is and all this stuff. And uh, she ended up, she ended up anyway, booked another appointment. But I'm sure she left being like, "What happened there? This bloke's a weird bloke." This guy just had a fit. just had a fit, it's right? That session. <laughs> at the end of it, at the end of the session. So she booked again, and she came uh, a couple days later. So That's how I like to schedule my appointments—just nip it in the butt. So she came a couple of days later. She comes in for a treatment, and you know, I'm, I'm more hesitant at this point. But I put the pins in, and she's like, "Fuck, I just feel fantastic. I'm sleeping better. My energy's better. I just feel." The bee's knees and my Ties neck. getting pumped up again. Yeah, and I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just in there like, oh fuck, what? I can't do any wrong, can I? Right? Like this is this is the shit. So anyway, so if you come to my clinic, you know that Wilbur G's put up horizontal chin-up bar, so I can hang from my rings, do a couple of stretches, um, get some movement in my day, and I often show my clients how I, have problems. I, I put up the. Uh the uh, pull-up bars with the same confidence that I came and assisted
0: Eamon buying his van as well. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> if they fall off the wall, it's not on me. <laughs> They're not structurally sound, but, you know, so far they've carried my rig, so, so far okay. But anyway, so I was, I was hanging <laughs> off them. We digress. So I'm hanging off the bars and, you know, there's always, because, you know, the same thing with the flyer, there's spider webs and stuff everywhere on the rings. So I never really take much notice of them, right? So I'm hanging, I'm taking it easy, right? So I come back out into the reception area and I'm waiting for her to get ready and come back to the front room. And I'm like, fuck, acupuncture is the best. I'm just doing my dance. I'm like feeling fresh. I'm feeling good, right? Anyway, so she comes in. Just as she walks in, she's like, oh, acupuncture. Oh, I really like this. I'm going to get my husband in here. I'm going to get my friends in here. This is amazing, right? I go, as soon as I'm like, well, acupuncture is the best. This little tiny string of web went out from my eyebrow and I saw this little fly just swing straight into my eye, and I just go, like, I hit, I hit my head, my eye with my hand, open hand, and I'm, like, spluttering around. I've got this, like, spider in my eye, and I'm, like, what the fuck is it, a red back? What's going on with that, right? <laughs> Am I going to die? Am I going to die? What the fuck? So I'm, like, did karma send me this other thing? And she's, like, is everything all right? Are you okay? And I'm, like, twice i met this person. Twice I've given a good treatment, and I've, like, this is why people don't come to us. <laughs> this is why we I'm get sadder, rep
0: I, I do karate, invisible karate when <laughs>
1: everyone's watching I'm trying I to talk. I shit you not, know, it's the tiniest little fucking spider. And the fly was even smaller. I'm like, oh my God. Like, but the universe's message got through. Yeah, the universe is sending me something. So I checked myself and I was like, not happening again. And I was just I was just telling Will and I was like, anytime that week that I tried to pump my own tires up, life wasn't even like oh, you know, in a week time, in a month time, you know, karma will get you, check yourself. It was like immediate. And I was like, what's this about? What's nature going to send next? Fucking boa constrictor or something like that. <laughs> just Come in there, I'm it like, <laughs> it's wrapped around my neck and I'm like, shit, like. <laughs> Acupuncture's great, guys. We'll <laughs> yeah. see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, next lifetime, bro. But um, yeah, I just want to share that. It's like in that same humility standpoint, it was just such a lesson about checking yourself. It's and,
0: funny though, isn't it? Because everyone does it. Something goes really well. And it's just that instant self-gratification, and it's like yes. And all of a sudden, you know, hopefully it's nothing that's too serious. But you know, the, the spider on the fly is pretty, pretty fucking funny. <laughs> that's really funny, you know. And but if I mean, if you take notice of the spider on the fly, then nothing dramatic is going to happen. You take notice, yeah. you check yourself, you go listen. You know, I'm not doing this for the gratification. You know, I can you know give myself a little internal well done, mate. You delivered a good service. Let's leave it at that, you know, but if you do carry on and you start to Hollywood yourself about like acupuncture this, acupuncture that, or movement this, movement that, you know, eventually people are going to be like, beat it mate, like you're drinking too much of your own bath water, like yeah. get out of here.
1: And that and that was the thing, it was just, it was such a check and I was like, so weighed down by because I was like, fuck, I wanted <laughs> to pump my own tires up. And I was just, just it was, this, just once, just this once, I was like, and, I, and it's not just that once, let's be honest, I, I've done it too <laughs> many <laughs> times, yeah. It was just justice, but it was just funny that it happened in that setting, and then I got that accountability, and it was, yeah, that humility factor that yeah, like we were talking about. Everyone gets, but it, it's definitely funny when it kind of hits you straight in the face. Yeah. Funny when you realise what's happening to. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so funny. But good. that's the thing is, like, we fell in that trap. Like, me and uh, sorry, me and Will unpack that afterwards, and we're like, you know, the calm of the universe. A lot of other people just would have been like, oh, I got attacked by some bugs. You it's know what I mean? Like, move man. on. Bug the back of my throat. Man. Yeah on a customer yeah but instead we were trying to unpack and say what the universe is trying to tell us and all this kind of shit so i don't think that's as helpful and as healthy either but i definitely realized that my ego was just i was choking on my own spit as ricky Bobby would say and my ego was just like that yeah but um but that was that was for me what, what's been happening with you but the last last, Man, weeks? The last couple
0: of weeks have been hectic um Lots going on with the new space. Lots going on personally. Um, anyone that doesn't know, uh, my beautiful wife and I found out that we well, we've known for a little while, but we've announced that we're pregnant, Woo. expecting a little bubba in uh, late uh, early November. Sorry. What star signs that? Sign? we got uh, Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah, Self sabotage. So star sign? <laughs> <laughs> but um, really excited about that, and um, it's given me a good chance to dive into my why a lot. Um, the last few, well, the last fortnight especially, um, since we sort of made it public, um, you know, everyone goes on their own journey with that sort of thing, and um, you know, we're in a great fortunate or uh, fortunate situation, so that we've both got good work, uh, we can you know save good money and you know still live a reasonably um, chilled lifestyle, um, but I've been sort of leaning more towards the extreme side of things. I don't know what happens. I'm sure other dads or parents listening to this will understand. Um, I've just got a little alarm bells ringing and they're like, you've got to get this done. You've got to get everything set up. You know, you don't want to be rushing, you know, when junior comes out and, you know, you want to spend so much time with them and all this. Like I'm so amped to be a dad, but I don't want, you know, to be spending all my energy elsewhere. So I'm trying to, to do that now and, you know, Push myself in every which direction, so by the time it comes around, I might be on top of life. Yeah, I mean, it's that stupid
1: thing that you you think you can get everything sorted, and um, but you've lined up probably one of the more hectic years I've heard an individual have. Right? How many retreats you got going this year? So we've had had one already in February. Yeah, um, after we got married in January. Yeah, Um, so married in Jan, retreat in Feb, retreat in Feb um, honeymoon,
0: um, five weeks, five weeks. We were away. Who's paying for that? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Short arms, deep pockets. (laughs) Wouldn't shout (laughs) it for shark video. (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, so we opened, we opened the new space in July. Yeah. Uh, which is massive. Like so much goes into it. And so all the people that have done it before, big ups. So there's so many things that go into it that you don't even think about. Um, Know, and thank you to all the people who have been giving me help and advice along the way with that. Um, not you. Everyone but you. <laughs> You're supposed to be opening up with me. I never see you. <laughs> I'm doing the outside stuff. I'm meeting people. on am yeah, Don't put the bed there, man. Lift it up. Move it somewhere else. Jesus. Um, and then we go on retreat to Bali at the end of July. Um, for, for seven nights. That's our first international retreat, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be yeah. great. Um, and then we've got another retreat with the legends um, at HELP, the Human Evolutionary Life Project. Um, Casey and Josh Cordova, two great friends of ours. Um, really looking forward to collabing with them. And then, yeah, bloody come back October, November, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a massive year. And like I said, it's given me a great chance to check in with, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing and, and checking back into those values. Because um, no matter what you do, if things get mundane, you start to question everything. And, you know, not that anything's mundane in my life at the moment. You know, it's, it's sort of 15 to 18-hour days most days. i trying to feel as much as I can in. And uh, I was lacking a little bit of inspiration uh, the end of last week and the start of this week um, and my little nephew Noah came from Egypt you know um, quick little backstory on my nephew he's he suffered um, a super rare bowel disease at birth spent his first three months in hospital um, he's had more surgeries than most people ever have in their life and he's not even four yet um, His beautiful parents uh, with the support of our families just you know they do everything they need to for him and he's the happiest kid but Unfortunately, it just keeps hitting health speed bumps and it breaks my heart. But very early on, when that happened, um, Noah was thrown under the blanket of cerebral palsy, and now it's more um, of an undiagnosed genetic disease or d- genetic disorder. So, but just as I was making a transition from being a sparky into maybe becoming a yoga teacher, um, I just found out that my nephew was probably going to have cerebral palsy, um, you know, and not. Um, being all control of his body at, at all times. And I was randomly walking down the street and ran into a friend of mine that I grew up with in the middle of um, Sydney. And, you know, he had a friend with him and I got to chatting and just spilled emotionally. Like I let it all out. You know, my nephew, my sister, you know, I wish I could do more. And the guy that he was with had cerebral palsy. And he talked me through it. And I couldn't tell... Other than a slight drag in his right foot, he just just dragged his toe a little bit. And he said, look, now you can't tell. But when I was young, you know, my family, my parents, they made me do a lot of movement. They made me run. They made me walk everywhere. Um, you know, a lot of yoga. You know, a lot of hand exercise. And while we were talking, I started to notice he's constantly stretching his hands, constantly moving. And he goes, and that's what you need. You need that constant movement to keep the health. And it just, it, it was like a lightning bolt hitting the tip of my penis. Stealing your quote from last week. But everything just made sense. You know, Noah came into our lives and needed this help. I was thinking about this transition and instantly the the motivation started to come back, the inspiration started to come back. Now I got two days with him at the start of this week and I'm super grateful for it because every time I meet this young boy, not even four years old, he just gives me a breath of fresh air because he's so happy. He doesn't give a shit that he's in and out of hospital. He doesn't give a shit that he's sick. He doesn't give a shit about any of it. doesn't care who you are. You walk into a room, he smiles at you. He wants to cuddle. You know, he just, every yeah. time I see him, he reminds me how beautiful and precious life is. And I really needed that at the start of the week. So it's it's just interesting where it comes from. Yeah. Um, and just seeing him and, and my beautiful sister and her partner, it just, yeah, it really revived that for me and, you know, in a, in a month period where things are a little bit tough and I'm um, you know, on the grind hard, it was nice to have that, like, this is why you're doing it, man. Like, you know, stay true, stay hungry. yeah Stay foolish, chase those goals. So it was, um, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to sit and marinate on that, too. That's fucking nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was really nice. So... Which brings me to... But I think I think that is, I was... Okay, just you go, you go, you go. Because
1: I was like, it's such an interesting thing and I had to fucking just resonate with me that that whole idea of seeking out motivation and we were talking about it not like seven minutes before this podcast started. Yeah. We are talking about what is your motivation and motivation pushing you to do something and I'm going to go look on Instagram and see some top rig and that's what's going to make me lift weight today or I'm going to go read this inspirational quote and that's what's going to make me fucking chase my dreams. But woman was saying Mel Robbins, phenomenal um, lecturer, speaker, author of the Five Second Rule, was saying Motiv- motivation is bullshit. It's bullshit because it's never there when you need it. You know, life life is tough, and things are gonna move past you if you don't move with it. Life is not gonna just wait and you know wait for you to go through June or, or May and, and you know waste twenty eighteen and just decide, oh, okay, you know what, twenty nineteen's my year. I'm just gonna start then. It's, it's bullshit it's, it's
0: it's ridiculous and it honesty is and I
1: put up a, a
0: blog piece at the start of the week saying exactly that like we're now in May midway through May how many people have stuck to like the new year new year new me no one how many people have all these intentions I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to try this I'm going to try that draw it back in do the simple things yeah. you know like and it it annoys me that at a time of the year, everyone gets so jacked to make a change. Fucking change doesn't happen when everything's going easy. Change happens when shit is hard. Yeah. Change happens when you've got no other choice. And you're saying about this lady that you know she had three months, was it?
1: Three months of hitting a snooze button and just habitually. not
0: not getting out of bed. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that can relate to that, like just not wanting to embrace the day because you know the day brings nothing but shitty news for them. Yeah. And then you know. By chance, she's watching um, TV and it's NASA launching a rocket to the moon. And she hears the five, four, three, two, one, we have liftoff, and decides that she's going to implement this five second rule into her life.
1: Yeah. And was it so the next morning? So, five second
0: countdown to herself out loud
1: exactly and for the, for three months she was laying in bed right and in the middle of winter after counting down arbitrarily from at 6 a.m when her alarm goes off which she's been hitting the snooze button every day for she jumps up out of bed and is standing on the cold tiles going what the fuck have I just done I just got up out of bed." she broke a habit that she'd done every single day for three months and she was in a depressive state she was in bad relationship not in the sense that she didn't love her partner but they were just going through a really bad time and you get stuck and everyone gets stuck in that and that's why she's saying motivation is bullshit your your brain builds habit patterns it's habitual in nature and it's patternistic so it it goes on what you do every single day and if you want to if you do something bad every single day it'll habitually do that every day it'll gear you towards that but if you break that pattern if you actively change it even though it's fucking hard your body will build new systems, new neural pathways for the functioning in that way. And what she's talking about is is absolutely true. There's no one's gonna break the pattern for you. Motivation is not gonna find you. It shouldn't take it shouldn't take your nephew to inspire people. People should just be fucking inspired. They should do it because they see him and they're like, fuck, I gotta do more. But they should be just moving forward, moving harder. Yeah, and you know?
0: you've got to use what works for you too. Like, you know, for her it was that, you know, I see this, like maybe I'll try that and see if it works. It worked. I'm not saying that the people that are suffering at the moment are going to wake up in the morning, count to five, and it's going to change their life. But you have to find something that's relevant for you and that speaks to you. Yeah. Because what speaks for me doesn't speak to you. Yeah. What speaks to you doesn't speak to other people. You need to find that thing. You need to connect with it and you need to make it
1: work for you. Yeah. You know? And And start simple. And start so simple. It's not yeah. Don't... It's the One Tony Robbins quote. Tony Robbins fucking nailed it. People... By the way, you used this last week too. Did I use this last week? <laughs> used this last week. Oh, well, I just fucking love this quote. All right. Well, for those who weren't listening, episode one, <laughs> episode two, you overestimate what you can do in a year, underestimate what you can do in 10 years. And the same thing happens with motivation. The same thing happens with day-to-day. It's actually a perfect segue into um, a principle
0: that we've come up come up with uh, over the last two weeks as well. And you can hashtag the shit out of this, everyone. Get it on social media. Get it out there. It's called the Boohoo Principle. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm going to fire a, like a couple little scenarios at E here because it is—it has been a big, like, year of change. Not just for me, but for E as well. He's got a lot of things happening. Um, he's jumping into the new space. He's got the podcast. He's got another community. He's getting down to in Shaw Harbour. Now, I want you to talk to me about the conversation you have with your beautiful
1: partner Grace. Yeah. So I got to preface it. My partner Grace and I—we have one of those perfect relationships in which we know what each other's kind of flaws and weaknesses are. and we don't exploit them, but we do check each other on our weaknesses in that sense. So we know very much when one of us is like, uh-huh, or when the one, one of us needs a hug or one of us one of us is just whinging for the sake of whinging or boohooing. or hooing. So last week I had this day in which, you know, I put the pins in someone I didn't get the result I wanted you know, the weather was crap, I started getting sick, I don't know if it's come across in this podcast, but I've been a bit man-fluish the last couple of days, um, and <laughs> and the so last day was so I was sick, treatment wasn't working, cash flow was down, clients were, were lower than they had been, and sales and all this kind of stuff, plus the expansion, new space, and everything was questioning, you know, all this resistance was coming up, and I just felt like, fuck, what am I doing, like? I just feel like I'm stagnant. I'm just stuck in the mud. I had that real feeling that day. So I call up G and I'm like, oh, babe, like this was shit and that was shit. And she was like, "Uh uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, it's really that bad, is it? It's really that bad, is it? Got your own business, you know what I mean? You got all this stuff happening, all this expansion. You mean a little resistance? Oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) boo-hoo. Okay, boo-hoo. And I was like, oh, fuck, she's nailed it. Oh, fuck. It just hit me. I was like, it's a boohoo fact. I'm like, oh yeah, it's hard, okay. And it's hard for everybody. Next, I'm like, oh, I didn't get the result that I wanted. Okay, it's medicine, not magic. Move on, boohoo. And I was like, oh, I'm expanding. Okay, <laughs> boohoo. Like it was just one of these. Like every and time, it, I was it like, happens though, doesn't it? Like
0: you get so caught up in getting everything that you want that all of a sudden you forget that it's exactly what you asked for. 100%. So like. Eamon, dreams of opening a new space. Oh, you've opened a successful practice. Eamon now whinges about successful practice. Oh, boo, (laughs) who? You're sorry that you got exactly what you asked for. Moves into a new space. Oh, you're expanding. Oh, you're employing people. Wait, you asked for that yet? Yeah. Oh, shit. Boo, motherfucking who? Yeah. Like, and it happens all the time. Like, you think, you look at your life and you're like, oh, man, I'm so stressed. I'm guilty of it right now. I I know I just told this story about how I've got so much going on. But everything that's happening is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, so you're whinging about getting what you asked for. Yeah. There's like no pleases and thank yous with it, but all of a sudden you're like, shit. Yeah. Universe motherfucker, why am I so stressed why out? I, so stressed I get out. that I asked for it, but did I ask for this
1: exactly? Yeah. And it's, it's the thing is, we don't want, it's not like we don't want to expand. It's just that you want an easy life. You don't want to grow. You just want it to be easy. And there's a big distinction between happiness and an easy life. And, Challenge is going to come regardless, and if we want to do the great things we want to do, and if you want to do the great things that you want to do, it's fucking going to be hard. Sacrifices—you've
0: got to, you've got to be prepared to bleed a little for the things that you want, you know. And it's—we say it, said it last week. We'll say it this week. We'll probably say it every week. But if it was easy, everyone would do it. You know, I had a conversation this week with a really good friend and a mentor of mine, Dan, that runs the gym downstairs. You know, we were getting deep on a few things and you know, we've both got a few things going on externally and you know, he just wrote me a message and he's like, Bro, if it was easy, everyone would do what we're doing, you know, everyone would try and change the game, everyone would try and do this. But the fact of the matter is it's not. And if you want to leave a lasting footprint or a lasting um I'm trying to think of the right word. A lasting bloody what am I thinking of here? I'm completely gone blank. We'll go with the yeah, legacy. Thanks, Joe. To the man behind the camera. You know, a lasting legacy. Then you have to be prepared to do what others don't,
1: or you'll never get the results that you want. Yeah, you know, it's simple. And even if you just, even if you don't want that legacy, and you don't have that massive Richard Branson fucking dreams. There's something small and something for yourself. If you're gonna fail at it regardless. It's gonna be hard regardless. Even if it's little thing here, little design company, little whatever, good job, whatever it is, dream thing. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be failures. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, brother, I reckon it's time that we wrap it up. We don't want to burn the
0: people's ears at home too much, unless you want to, of course. <laughs> um, guys, again, we appreciate you listening in. Uh, Joey, thanks for your help, brother. Um, e, it's always a pleasure getting deep, running the philosophical sass. Yeah. Um, you can catch the YouTube the you can catch the podcast on YouTube and SoundCloud at the moment, guys. We'll promise to get more technical savvy in the uh, long term and get it on a few more other platforms. Yeah. Thanks again to the guys at Definition downstairs, always being so accommodating to us running the gym. Um, Ghetto Movement, AcuFit, our two sponsors, um, unofficially. Unofficially. Um, But yeah, we're having a ball, guys, and we hope that we're sharing some good stuff with you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk again soon. Episode two done and dusted, baby.